And now, the Becky and Papa. Wait, 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 wait. That's nice. And now, but you know what's missing? The Becky and Papa. This. And now, the Becky and Papa Weekly Podcast. Because this is episode 400. Big D and Bubba, they have a show five Big days with a week. Echo. But they don't get to say everything. 400. That's on their mind, so they have an extra one, and that's how we get the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The 400 podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Yes. Big D and Bubba. That's right. Wasting your time 400 times. 400 times. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh, my gosh. We did it. 400. Most podcasts don't get to 10. And this is like Half the crazy. Half of all podcasts don't get to episode 15. Half. Half. Of wow. all of the, I don't That know, have ever been million. created in all of the history of the earth. Wow. So, pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's um, well, as we are here in the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio on the 400th episode, uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. I'm Bubba. That's Big D. Patrick Carson. Uh, Garrett is in the background in the video. Thank you, Garrett, uh, for doing all you've done to make this beautiful, possible uh, podcast happen. And if you love music, you want to download the Pickle Jar app. It's great. You can get to uh, tip and show gratitude to bands and your favorite artists and support causes around town. Plus, you can watch exclusive content that you can't find anywhere else. Get it today. Download it. iPhone. Got it on Droid. Just go to picklejar.com. You got all the uh, little link tree right there. <laughs> Everyone's excited. Everyone's Everyone is excited. excited. Frankie Ray was so happy one day he cried. <laughs> Forget why. We were like, uh, we were like something. Was, I forgot what it was, was but like, you yes. know what? It was the happy cry, and today is a happy day. <laughs> so that's our gold. Yeah. Yes. Four hundred. <clears throat> okay. Are we done? So yeah. why? Uh, that was cool. All right. Uh, yeah, podcasts are a thing where people—it's kind of the buzzword, you know. Oh, I'm going to start a podcast, and there were some podcasts that were successful, and I think everyone's like they're listening to them, going, "I can do this." Yeah, you can, but the problem is that you don't have an—you know—there's so many out there that none, only a few get noticed. Yeah. David and, Lee Roth. And just for the record, this isn't one of the ones that gets noticed. No. no. This is really not. Yeah. David Lee Roth once uh, said, ah, I could do radio. Remember, he was uh, he was one of Howard Stern's favorite <coughs> guests because he was so good when he came in. He had right. all these great stories. And we sat in here. Well, not in here. It was at the old studio with David Lee Roth one time, uh, former lead singer Van Halen and obviously just rock and roll legend. And he was like, yeah, we, we had a real good heart to heart with him off the air, just kind of chilling. We hung out for hours, and he was like, I don't know how you guys do it. He's like, I thought I could do this. He's like, and then like, what was it, four days into it, he realized, I told all my stories, That's what he, all he said, the jokes. He said, oh. everybody's got one great show in them. Everybody. Not everybody, but I mean. Just about. You know. I think he's, well, he had four. I mean, remember, uh, <laughs> we've known people in our industry, country music, that have tried to thought about it. And, yeah. you know, yeah, it's going to be great for a week. And then you're going to run out of stuff to say. And yeah. then uh, comedians are the same way. A lot of comedians have tried to get into radio. You know, I don't want to name names, but it just it doesn't always work long term because you run out of material. You're a comedian. You can do the same hour of jokes for years. Uh-huh. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart told us that he goes on. He writes for a year, basically, mm-hmm. and works out this act. Then he goes and brings it to the clubs and does small venues to work out the timing, the jokes, everything like that. Right. And then he takes it on tour. 
So it's almost a two-year process to get to yeah. like the next Kevin Hart special. And that's about what it is. A lot of people do a special a year, some of the more prolific guys, but that's it. That's one. That's one hour. What do you do for four hours every day? You know, Or even in a podcast, just for an hour a week, people mm-hmm. can't keep up. Mm-mm. So. Yeah, and the thing with comedians and radio, they kind of feel like they can go back and forth, but it, it's it's it really it's it's not. I, not I the have, same. and I mean this with total respect. I love comedians. I love what they do. I can't do it. Patrick's done uh, stand up, and it's he's really good at it. It's rare that somebody can go into both worlds and do it like that. And yeah, but, but what I do here and what I do on stage are not. It's not the same thing. Two different I mean, things, not, right? It's just not. Being funny in here is a lot easier because I know you guys. I know how to react to you guys, and and I'm I'm kind of like the sniper. I just sit here and wait for to think of something funny to say it. I don't have to control the conversation. He does that. I don't have to run the board and think of think you do that. You know, so I, I just sit here and wait, and then something comes up, and I go ha, and I say something funny. You can't do that on stage. There's no setup. There's no one else providing you with a thought to jump on a thought. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a totally different thing. Did you guys ever see uh, Norm Macdonald's Nothing Special? I don't think so. Norm Macdonald, uh, when before he passed away, he had this whole special that he wanted to do, but it was in the middle of COVID, so he couldn't do the show in front of a live audience. So it's it's such a brilliant name, by the way, Norm Macdonald Nothing Special, and nothing special. Uh, and what he did is he just sat down in front of a, a webcam at a computer. And he did his entire show, just him by himself, no laughing, no nothing. And it was unbelievable to see the way he weaves in and out of the jokes. It's really weird. It's like watching, like you ever watch those episodes of like an old sitcom where they take the laugh tracks out and it's just oh, it's bizarre. it's weird and it's not funny. You that's, don't know where the... That's kind of the weird the way this goes. But after you get into it a little bit, you see the genius of the way he he pretends... To get sidetracked into another joke. And he goes off and tells another joke. And he comes back to the original. Then he gets sidetracked and goes back to another joke. He's so... Gosh, man. He was so good. But with people in the audience laughing and you get your timing right, that all seems like it's just on the spot. Just made up. Yes. Man, I've seen people... Some of the best stand-ups that really get... They really work out every nuance and everything. Killer does it. Killer bees. He does things where they're in his act. And it seems like... He's just lost his train of thought, and he. What, 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 that's all built into his segue. You should watch again. It's Norm Macdonald's Nothing Special. So it's on Netflix. No, it's it's uh. great because he knew he was dying. He knew mm-hmm. he was ill. He knew things weren't going. To, he knew he had to get this out, and it's really good. It's fascinating because you can see him also. He'll tell the joke and keeping his club timing or his stage timing, if you want to call it. He pauses and lets the audience laugh. It's even so, though they're not there. Even though they're not there. It's brilliant, man. It's one of the coolest things. And again, like I said, it started off and you're like, this is weird. But then as you get into it, you go, this is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 3,165 days, by the way. That's how long it took us to get to 400 podcasts. And wow. We, yeah. Wow. Long, long time. Uh, uh, I am hearing that we are not on... YouTube, that's not working, and it is. Oh. it is not. So, oh, well, awesome. Well, too bad for YouTube people. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. I don't know what's up with that, but it's not working. Know. Um, 
I was going to say, oh, I just got a thing about the uh, the uh, the stock market. It's apparently crashing. Oh yeah, it is uh, today. That's awesome. It's awesome. Fun. That's good stuff. And Buy low. <laughs> it's a good time. I may or may not have bought a bunch of mutual funds today because I know they're going to close low. So the, with with real mutual funds, you put in a dollar amount and it buys at the end of trading. Right. So if you know the market was down yesterday. And so it looks like it's going to be down again today. <clears throat> if you put in a bid, you know, put in the order before the market closes, it'll yeah. buy this afternoon. So it's a good time to yeah. a little money. It, it'll probably keep going down over time, but I don't but know. But over time, it'll go back up, yeah, and that's is, when you, you – know. A lot of my mutual funds that I like are in their 52-week low. Like, this is the lowest it's been in a year. Yeah. I mean, the, the Dow is at its 52-week low, so – it's fine. Good times. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hey, man. It's all good. Yeah, Pay no at- attention to the man behind the curtain <laughs> eating pudding. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like was pudding. <laughs> but I was saying the other day about, uh, or this morning, I guess, with you guys. I, I mean, I, I used to eat pudding all the time. And Jello. And Jello. J E L L O. And I just don't anymore. I guess as a kid. <laughs> I don't I know, man. I haven't eaten Jello that didn't have vodka in it <laughs> in at least fifteen years. <laughs> we should make Jello. Maybe like uh, I think next week. Jello we'll... shots are the only thing keeping Jello in business. Actually, Facts. that's probably true. And people have to have colonoscopies. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah. I had one, but I didn't eat Jello. Yeah, you can have. Uh, you can't have the red Jello. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. But you can. Yeah, you can eat Jello. You can eat Jello. They didn't oh. tell me that, or if they did, did I just, not know mm, that. Didn't bother. Huh? Did uh, Did Joe's uh, mom put? Like grapes and stuff into it. Oh no! Yeah, my mom, my mom yeah. would make it and would have uh, grapes and little pieces of peaches and and mm-hmm. stuff. Strawberries. Fruit. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of all in it. It's and like even like uh, in, like nuts and things too. Like we I had, never had that. Oh, we had like sunflower seeds would be mixed in there. <laughs> oh, why? I, the salt <laughs> and the weird. sweet. I don't know. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have, didn't do that. No. Um, the problem with Jello too that. You would if you made it in the bowl, you couldn't eat the edges off the bowl because it got that true yeah. rubber yes. consistency it. and yes. it was gross. Oh my god, I, I like that. Disgusting. I would throw yeah. it against stuff and let Ugh, it just stick. So gross. Know exactly what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, for sure. And then pudding was a thing. Remember we had like um, we had the pudding pops. Yep, yeah. that was cool. And those have been uh, tarnished now because yep. of their. Association with, with Bill Cosby, but is you he, okay? Do you think that's what happened with the pudding pops? Because it didn't help. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think I've seen them in forever. I, I don't mean, think I've I seen them know. either. But all I know is that when you did know, you go shopping for them though? Yeah. Again, when it's are you a, really looking for like, pudding pops? They might be there, and you just haven't bothered to look. That's yeah. why uh, yeah. communism fell in Russia. What? Boris Yeltsin was visiting the United States in the nineties. Uh, not Boris Yeltsin. Who's the guy that came Gorbachev? after? Mikhail, oh, no, it was Yeltsin. I think it was what who okay. it was after Gorbachev, oh. and they were trying to figure out a way to get rid of the the socialist system. And he went to a grocery store outside of Houston. You can go ahead and Google this. Patrick is fact checking Bar- me. You're already wrong because Boris Yeltsin was the president of Russia, not the Soviet Union. Oh well, then it was the other guy. <laughs> it's the guy who looked like he's like really Russian looking, but it wasn't Gorbachev. It was the guy right after him. The one that was there whenever when it all fell. Uh, wasn't that Gorbachev? Am I wrong? No. That had oh. to be Gorbachev. I thought it was Gorbachev. No, it was the other guy. Glass He's probably right that there was a guy that came right but, yeah, after so he, like a minute. Anyway, they were they were touring NASA 
and he was like, I heard uh, legends of these these grocery stores that you have here in America. Can I see one? So they literally pulled over at the first one, and he walked around, and he was like, look at the riches. Look at the, the food everywhere. And they're like, yeah, we have these on every corner. What? Every corner? And he, they said that he went down the uh, the frozen treats aisle, like the ice creams and the pudding pops and all that kind of stuff, and he was blown away. He was like, you have all these flavors. These flavors, there's more flavors here than are available to the members of parliament. This uh, Boris Yeltsin was the president of Russia, which is just a... Okay, so who it's, was the it's guy? It's like being that, the governor. Hold on, that's like being the governor of a state back then, because Russia was part of the Soviet Union. Okay, he was not the president of the Soviet Union. That was Gorbachev. Yeltsin came to America and saw that, and that was one of the things. Like it blew his mind. Yeah, I'm looking at a he picture was, here. It looks like he's looking at pudding pops. It is. They he said is. he. They said like in his like biography or something like that that he cried on the flight home. He said it. Uh, he told his fellow Russians in the entourage if the, their people knew how, who must often wait in line for most goods saw the conditions of U.S. supermarkets, there would be a revolution. And guess what? A couple months later, there was. So Yeltsin became the president, he, or he already was the president of Russia, but Russia broke away and became its own country. Okay. And that's when they broke up the Soviet Union. That's how we got all the Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. And so, all the you know, thank back. you, Putin Pops. Thank you <laughs> yeah. for for influencing the world. Yeah, he was like, he, he. they said he cried on the way home even on the, the flight. Even the Politburo doesn't have this much choice. Not even Mr. Gorbachev, who was like wow. the, the supreme Imagine leader if he'd the... seen the cookie aisle. Oh, man. I mean, straight up like Putin Pops, meh. But I mean, just think, we're pretty he'd spoiled. Seen Oreos versus Chips Ahoy versus Soft Batch. I remember, I mean, my, my friend Dominic grew up in. West West Germany, which was the democratized Germany, they good had, Germany. Yeah, you know, they just had say all good the Germany. stuff. You know, it wasn't like they were living in that horrible East German, you know, uh, communist crap. But uh, even still, the first time I took him to a Walmart, it was just like blew his mind. <laughs> yes. Big D Walmart. actually went to Soviet Russia. Oh yeah, and it's still one of the greatest things ever. I know we told the story like on one of the early podcasts, mm-hmm. which, by the way, here we are on number four hundred. Start from the beginning and listen. It's crazy to see the evolution of everything. Mm-hmm. You can actually hear when when Carson came onto the show mm-hmm. and became a member of the family and all that kind of stuff. It's wow, cool just yeah. to. So many people have said that that they've started from the beginning, episode one. That's actually how I got to know you guys. That when you hired me, I started listening to the podcast. Really? So I would have an idea of who you guys were before Catch I up. started yeah. working. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the story of me uh, following two Russian guys to a, an apartment or a flat where they were going to mug me? Did yes. I yes, I, I heard that. And, uh, <laughs> I'm such yeah, an there, were, there were so many weird stories in there that I thought, oh. The okay. bathroom story is still the, the best. Bathroom, I, that will oh, never God. leave me. Yeah. I hate the frontal lobe space your bathroom story takes up in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I highly suggest Waffle you go stop. out and search That's that it. one. <laughs> what did you say? Waffle stop. Waffle That's stop. all I hear out of it. The drain just nope. Yeah. I hate that it's oh, lives Russia. in my mind. It's gonna poke it on through. Oh, <laughs> oh Russia. You don't have to go all the way through the story, man. No, nope, it's there. Yeah, it's all there. Oh. You can't unhear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh Patrick, have you made your bets yet for this weekend for college uh football? Um, not all of them. The only one I love is the under in the Iowa Rutgers game. So I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Okay, so I'll try to explain this in a way that that most people will get. 
So in, the over-under is that you're betting on the total number of points scored in the game, which in college football is more than the NFL on average, and it's usually between 45 and 65 points is where they start with the over-under. So the average, I mean, if you look at this week's games and you go look at the over-under, the total point spread, almost every game is over is between 40 and 65 points. Okay, 40 is very low. 65 is high, but that's it. They're all in that range. Most of them are between 45 and 60. Okay, if they ever have an over-under over 70, they are just begging people to bet the under. They just if they they know there's going to be a ton of points scored in that game, and they're trying to get people to to ooh seventy that's really high. So they're trying to get people to take the under, even though it's pro- so. If I ever see one that's over seventy, I always bet the over because I assume they're going to score ninety points in that game. Yeah, because man, they know. Same thing. Know if you ever up. see an over, an under, an over under under forty, I like to take the under because they're just begging. There are there's one game. This week, where the over under is 43 and a half. That's the second lowest <coughs> in all of college football. There's like, how many games? Like oh, yeah. 75, 80 games. Yeah. So One Carson, over, hold on, you? hold on. Let me actually <laughs> say this 43.5. That's the second lowest. The lowest one is 33.5 in the Iowa Rutgers game. Because it's going to, the score is going to be like 17 to two. Seven. Three. You yeah. think? Oh, yeah. No, it is. Uh, they know because they it know. Is. They, they know. And they're just begging people to take the over because that's why that number is. So, so think about that. It's 10 points. Lower than the second lowest one out of seventy games, and so betting I, is like a it's a so it's not just who they think is going to win. It, they're mm-hmm. trying to make they're trying to get as many people to put money mm-hmm. on either team as they can. Look, Alabama's going to beat Vanderbilt this weekend, right? Let's not get you don't team. know this. Yes, I do. Okay, Alabama's <laughs> going to beat Vanderbilt at Alabama. All right, there's no chance, but the spread is forty and a half points. Is Alabama going to beat Vanderbilt by more than forty and a half points? Or after the third quarter yeah. or even the half when they're up by yeah, 30. Are they going to put seven, in all the backups? Yeah, and, yeah. All the backups and then the, just kind of coast to the end. Yeah. I don't know, but that's uh, what makes it the bet. I think they absolutely coast towards the end and don't cover it. See, and I think you're wrong. I actually feel pretty comfortable with Alabama minus 40. But See, the problem was when, when we had the uh, – oh, what's the computer system called? BCS? Yeah, when it was BCS, part of the equation that went in – was well, margin of victory was never included. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, I thought because they, did, they didn't want teams to do to that. To do that, they oh, do okay. it though. It looks good to the people who vote. They look at it and they go, "Well, I mean, they beat them fifty-six to nothing, and this guy, this team, uh, yeah, right, played right, the same right. team, and they only beat them forty-two yeah. to seven. So yeah. it's just human nature. We yeah. do that too. We look at psychology. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know, but I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, LSU was up on Southern like it was thirty-five to nothing seven minutes into the game. Yeah. And then they just kind of, in the second half, you play and everybody gets to play. Yeah. You know, Rudy, did you get to play yet? Go in. You know, they just put everybody in. Uh, yeah. I have not done, I've not been doing well uh, the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Yeah. Really, I enjoy, I think, I think you're right. I think I'm betting too many games. Last week mm-hmm. I had six out on Saturday. Yeah. I think that's it. But it, it does make it watching the games a lot more fun. Or, and we totally lost Bubba and yeah, Coach now. Sorry. So let's come back. All right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba's resting on his head. <laughs> yeah. Bubba had a fun yeah. night. Yep. yep. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, my bud, Chris Abadie, who uh, I went to school with uh, back in the day, he came in uh, for a, a conference. And as he was visiting, we ended up on his last night here, we went out and uh, kind of tore it up a little bit. Thank God for Uber. That's all I'm going to say. That's like. At least you made plans ahead of time. Yeah, I did. Get your Uber. 
I did. That's I knew great. what was up. We grabbed dinner and then we went and parked the car and said, "Okay, Uber, come you. get us." And yeah, I mean, I haven't done that in forever. I haven't gone out and gone out. And this is like the old days, D. This is like whenever you and I first started. Oh my gosh! You know when I would come in. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that man. was my big fear when he said that. I'm like, oh, oh no. no, these are the stories of your yeah of no. Bubba falling asleep behind a board. Yeah, he would, man. It'd be just 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 enough audio on the monitors just to give you just that little bit of mm-hmm. you little know road noise, you <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, just kind of that. I look over, I can hear he's going, we're in a commercial break. <laughs> Commercials are playing. Uh, so we it's don't gonna do run. anything during a break. And we- it's going gonna, it's gonna to kick in. It's going to kick in. It's going to run itself. But I'm just like, is he asleep? Mm-hmm. Sure enough, out, 9 o'clock. Mm. <laughs> Dead air! <laughs> he pushes everything up. He <laughs> pops up. So he ended up having 18 things <laughs> playing at one. at one time. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't sit in the studio. I am sitting right now, you are, and it man. feels nice. I'm all squishy well, that, down that here. That place that you went last night, uh, the last time that I overindulged, that was also the same place I went. To well, I, I had to reach out to Carson because it's like a little speakeasy thing where you have to like know the, the secret code and all that kind of stuff. And, and mm-hmm. she's like, I'm not a member anymore. I'm like, you're not? What kind of no. friend are you? Why you didn't, how much uh, was it? It, it was two fifty a year. Apparently now it's three fifty. But it was because the last couple of times I'd gone, there was literally nobody in there. And the whole reason that I joined and I bought a membership was because it seemed like a little bit more of a cultivated crowd. Mm-hmm. And I liked that there was some exclusivity to it. And maybe it was so exclusive that they had nobody. And I well, thought, they let what me am I in do? last yeah, night. Yeah. So, so. How, how'd you do that? I had to wait and press a bunch of buttons, and you know they finally let me in. They were like, "Okay, uh, how many?" I was like, two. And they said, "We'll see what we can do." And then literally, they left me outside for about ten minutes and came back and go, "Okay, come on." Yeah. And nobody was it left. Full? Yeah, it was. They had a good crowd, but what I was going to say is nobody left. They're just seeing. They're just looking at you through the com- the yeah. camera. Yeah. See if they're going to stick around. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird, but yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> did somebody go out the back door or something? Mm. Uh, yeah, it was. Re- it was a really good time. So. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is because it is a cigar bar, which you're fine because you have guy hair. For me, I had to buy stuff to spray in my hair. Otherwise, I would go home and have to shower and wash my hair I, to get I the smell. I smell it. Yep. Would you put uh, something that puts a barrier so the smell doesn't get on your hair? No, I. If there the is hairier? something like that, I don't know. I don't have it. Oh. Uh, it also, but it gets in your clothes, and it just that was was the only thing that really was the detriment to me. Was I stink? So what is it? You have, you have to you have to go to a uh, how, what's the process if you're a member? If you're a member, you have an app on your phone that you open up when you approach the door, and it reads that your phone is there, and you just push the door open. Oh, wow. so I can get in at any time. Oh, well, when I was a member, you can get in at any time, and you have priority. So if you go, let's say on a Friday night, and there's a ton of people in there, you just shoot them a message through the app. You push some button that basically says, yeah, I'm coming. And they have to make sure you have room. That as a member, you take priority. So can over... they push people who aren't members out? Can I don't they know say, how they you do must that. leave. I've never, I didn't ask what the, uh, how that worked, what the procedure was. But in theory, if I'm paying for it and you're just letting in randos, I need you to push them out. Man, I love a class system. It's just the best. (laughs) 
wow. <laughs> I do. I adore it. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I loved that idea that, mm, no, I'm on my way. Excuse me. Mm, the pores. Get out. <laughs> she's kidding, by the way. No, she's not. Uh, oh, she is, but she's not. It's like uh, we get, we, no, listen, Carson and I go a lot of concerts and stuff where it's it's everybody's there and we're just in the crowd of 15,000 people, 1,000 people, whatever. 2,000 if it's at the rhyme. And that's fine if we know that. But, man, make us think that this is an industry-only event. There's only going to be 75 to 100 people there, and we show up, and there's 1,000, and you will see Carson. Look at her face. Yeah, Carson's, when you think you're special, oh, and oh, then you're she's not. Like, oh, oh, gosh, is this a gin pop thing? Are we out in the... <laughs> gin pop? <laughs> like prison. Like oh, in prison. General the general oh. population. I, I was like, is that like K-pop? But there it is. You said, you're like, mm, I thought we were special. No, we're not. I found one. I was looked on uh, line real quickly. Uh, there's one called Hidden Bar that's in Hotel Hotel Noel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, this, that I think you have to go down some stairs. What well, says uh, the two hints that they give you is that there's look for a two-way mirror and a storage closet. Mm. Mm. And then I went to one in Dallas where I had to like you go into a phone booth and the, and type in the you have to pick up the phone to see the code, you know when you type in the code the door a secret door in a wall opens. There was and it's one in the basement of the hotel, so you just think, wow, look an old payphone. No, there's a bar. I was down watching there. Bar Rescue and they made mm-hmm. uh, they made one where it looked like a laundromat. So if you're driving by, it looks like a bunch of uh, laundry machines, like That's washing awesome. machines and everything, which is the perfect cover for a meth lab. That's my Breaking Bad reference. Oh. I apologize. I'm like, is that a thing? Yeah, that is a th- I'm like, wow. Yeah. All right. Have you seen Old Glory? Have you seen that one? Uh, uh-uh. That, so it's a, it's another hidden bar I'm finding. It's Some of these look very, like, really Like sketchy. you're going to get mugged by two Russian guys in them? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also, I get to the point where... I do like exclusivity, and then I turn a corner of, y'all, this is too cool for school. Just yeah. calm down. Oh, right? there's some what of those bars in town. There's, they're trying way, way too, too hard. hard. Like to be secret? To be, the to the be secret, secret and cool. the hip and, oh. you know, what, we're going to do these. Mm, no, I'll oh. make you the cocktail that I think you look like. What? Can I just get a Coors Light? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Somebody, somebody actually tells you that yes. you can't have what you ordered? Yes. There are places where you go and they're like, oh, no, we do cocktails based on our mood. And if Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah, there are those places. And it's ridiculous. What I, kind oh, of cockamamie God. thing is right. that? And then you know what that means? There's no menu with a price. No. Exactly. So they're like, here's your Walmart version mango juice. And then well, we throw a little, like... Well, vodka in, but that's going to be eighty six dollars. Oh, Don't forget to tip in Nashville that everybody th- wants to go to. I can't even think of the name of it now, but like they don't tell you what's for dinner. Like you show up and you sit there with yep. like ten people. There's only ten people in the restaurant. It's a little tiny thing, and the chef cooks like a three course meal that he decides to cook that night, and you eat whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and it costs like a fortune. A yep. And there's a waiting list for months to get in. And I'm like, yeah. um, oh, everybody's what? doing it for the gram. Oh, yeah. Straight up. They just, oh, yeah. you know what's good? Chili's. <laughs> Welcome to Mo's. Straight oh, up, right? Yeah. Like, and the walk-ons. Yeah. Gotta get me I mean, some mozzarella sticks. Have you guys been to Taco Bell lately? 
I asked Vivica if she wanted me to take her to a fancy restaurant for our anniversary next week, and she was like, can we go to Waffle House? I haven't been to Waffle House. Yes. Dude, she is a keeper. Yes, we can. She is a keeper. How will you put on fancy pants to go to Waffle House? I love that. I think that's great. I took her there on Valentine's Day one year when we started dating. It was... Half a was joke. that a test or no? It's like a joke. We were going to a show and we didn't have time. And Valentine's Day is impossible to get reservations. Like it's just they're booked months out. Mm-hmm. So we hadn't been dating that long, so I hadn't thought to make a reservation two months in advance. So yeah, and I was like, listen, we're going to the show. It's going to be amazing. But can we beforehand? Can we just go like the Waffle House. She was like, mm-hmm. I would love that. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And they, it was all decorated. They had little hearts Aww. and stuff. And because even Waffle House knows, yeah, we know you didn't make a reservation, <laughs> so we try to save this for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you can give me your surprise menu, or I can go to Cracker Barrel and mm-hmm. eat biscuits. Yeah. And you know what's going to make me happier? Mm. No, biscuits. So we, we took this whiskey that we paid very little money for, but now we're going to take a thing and we cover it and we we put smoke. In the thing and burn some wood <laughs> and it goes over the glass and I've got this fancy thing that's holding the, the smoke down and then I'm gonna leave it there for like a, just long enough to not do anything at all, okay? But make it look cool and then I take that off and now I'm gonna charge you thirty dollars for it. Um, I have video of the bar Bubba was at, the one that I was a member of, doing exactly that oh, for I know. a friend they of mine. Do that all the time. Oh, um, you know what? It's I'm gonna now. go and get the chips out. And what? And then they get the blue flame, and we're all like, ooh, fire <laughs> to distract you from that they're robbing you blind. Yeah. It's like a yes. hibachi place no. for whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it is. You don't even get as good of a show, though. At least the hibachi guy can get the freaking shrimp on your hat. Yeah. You get you it know? right in my mouth, like, man. Like, oh, you know, all hot burn. Ha <laughs> ha. Y'all see yes. that onion volcano? Uh, onion it volcano. Oh, oh, the choo choo train. Ding, 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 ding. Little yeah. boy looked like he peed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm paying for that every yeah. time. And By I don't the need way, to see you make my drink like it's science. I didn't know Steve Aoki was the son of the guy who started the hibachi yeah. restaurants. Eddie I didn't Hana. know that. I learned that from the food that built yeah. America, Big who's, D. Who's Steve Aoki? I gotta watch the, that, the man. Club like DJ a, guy. Yeah, he's a hey, musician-y I'm, DJ guy. I have Discovery Plus now. Is it on there? Uh, I thought it was on the History Channel. I mean, uh, Discovery, Discovery and History. I don't know I think if they're the, it, I think in the same might. family. I think it is. I think you I think do have the History Channel on there, yeah. Okay. I know you have Food Network on there. The Food That Built America Whoa. is one of yeah, my this favorite dude's shows. loaded. Oh, yeah. He inherited all of the. He, he was the only child? Yeah, his dad was mm-hmm. like the Benihana oh, no, guy. He had seven children. And uh, what was the other? They had two like major like restaurants mm-hmm. back in the day. Rib says Benihana. Which was brilliant, by the way, because you know what he did? He. Had his restaurant. It was getting really popular. So he decided to start another restaurant doing the same thing to compete with his restaurant. So smart. So he basically was his own competition. Gosh. And nobody knew that it was the same restaurant. Hmm. It was just brilliant. Yeah. And he's the guy who came up with the whole hibachi, you know, where they play drums on the thing and they do all the little show. He's like... He's like, I couldn't get people to come into my Japanese restaurant, so I decided to make it a show, and that is what uh, what brought the people in. And still, I mean, dude, I love they hibachi, still do it. and the food is great. Like, yeah. I love the food. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, I mean, it, that's what it took to get people indoors. So my friend Zoda, who is white, he's just a white dude from South Louisiana, was one of the best. He's one of the best hibachi chefs I've ever seen. He still does it for parties and stuff. But like, he he was in his twenties. He worked at a restaurant. And he said, people would always be disappointed. Like, the chef comes rolling out, and it's him. 
And they're always like, oh, oh man, they give us a white one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you have to be excellent at that point. Like, right. You have to be the best hibachi chef right. in the city yes. if you're going to show up and it'd be the letdown. Right. Or like, oh, here we go. Oh, oh man. man. Look at that white dude. That ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people doing hibachi now with the, the, the uh, Blackstone griddles mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but are they doing the shows at their own house? I guess well, you can. I mean, By the oh, way, if you're going to do that, <clears throat> if you're going to. No, I would. I'm not. What am I do it for myself? Doing the egg, yeah. the egg juggling is always my favorite. You like, see how- the people that do the eggs in the pan, the egg flips? Mm-hmm. They'll crack like 11 eggs in a pan and then slow-mo it for the Insta. Oh. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to do uh, a uh, uh, like chicken fried rice or something like that, shrimp mm-hmm. fried, I learned this when I started doing this kind of hibachi-style stuff, is the rice, you either make the rice the day ahead of time and then you put it in the refrigerator, or you can buy pre-cooked frozen rice because if you don't, it will clump up on the heat. Oh, when you put the rice on. Yeah, I think hmm. there's like there's a couple other little secrets like that that yeah. that I don't know obviously because yeah. I don't cook. Man, I cooked yesterday. I popped in a frozen pizza. It was amazing. Uh, I they, thought about buying one for this afternoon. Yeah, they have. I haven't had pizza in forever because Joey shut. Yeah, they have uh, these little vegan. Uh, well, I say vegan. They're vegetarian, vegetable pizzas, but they're cauliflower crust, and I've been eating those like like religion. I love them. And I, you know me. I'm like a, a meat person, but it's way better. For some reason, the veggie pizza is really good. This morning before I came in to, to work, I grilled a, uh, a duck breast and two beef fillets. Wow. Yeah. Before work? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just waking up at three in the morning. Well, he does. Yeah. He's got a full on business I, happening I, no, it was, before I, it was, he gets here. That was I, I, I. They were marinating for like two days, and mm. I was going to cook them yesterday and didn't. And so I was like, you know what? Before they get bad, I do it. Duck is not. You've you got to know what you're doing so. with it. It's real easy to. It's real easy to overcook because the temps are different. So you want to pull beef at like. Feel like at medium, you're, so you're gonna pull it at like 127 internal, and then let it rest. It'll get to 129, which is where you want it. But duck, you got you pull at one like 155, 158, and then let it rest. And you gotta you gotta put it in a cold pan and then bring the heat up. Uh, There's a like a you have to do it a fat. certain way. Yeah, because uh, the I, fat on the duck, you got to. I don't think I ever watched my mom make the duck, but she would uh, she would do it really good. Oh, and it I was bet. my favorite thing about eating duck, when especially as a little kid, is finding the BBs in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, yeah. because yeah. yeah, there was it was harvested it was, by yeah. us, you know, and sure. you're like, oh, that's that, that's my BB duck shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad's dove hunting right now. Oh, He's yeah. out with like a bunch of his old one of his, his best friend from high school and like three or four other dudes at this camp, and they're down. He told me it was a hunting camp, but I'm like, well, it's not duck season and it's not deer season. What are you, what are you hunting? Dove. Uh, dove. I'm like, oh man, I remember that when I was a kid. That was so much fun. Oh, Lee Got in a so rice the, field. Yeah. And are they in Arkansas or Louisiana? They're in North Louisiana. So I'm from yeah, Arkansas. basically Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the whole southern uh, part of uh, of Arkansas. There's uh, you know, they uh, Arkansas is the number one producer of rice in the U.S., and so they have a, a 
miles and miles and miles of just rice fields mm-hmm. and ducks. And so they have ducks and doves and all that kind of stuff. And it's a huge business. There's nothing out there uh, except for guys in these they big, big outfitters. Uh, there are guys who grow rice on their land just just to attract doves and ducks. Yeah. I was going to tell like, you, Bob, but Lee wants to know if we, he goes, he wanted to know if we dove hunt. Yes. And I was like, eh. yes. Yes. You never been dove hunting? That's my, that's my favorite. I Walk, went one walking time. Walk in the field, baby. Mm-hmm. I went one time and I, I couldn't tell the difference between a dove and like just a regular bird. <laughs> and so I'm shooting cardinals and all kinds <laughs> of <laughs> I think I hit an eagle once. <laughs> that's a joke. Just so no one uh, investigates. You got a hole in one. Yeah. A chicken. But uh, yeah, and I just kept, I was like, yeah, and it was it's just not for me. Uh, it's just not. I remember the, it's. I think it goes back partly when I got my first BB gun and uh, went out my nanny's property in Monroe, Louisiana, West Monroe, and uh, looking for. Mom's like, now don't you shoot birds? I'm like, oh yes, ma'am. Of course, I went outside looking for birds. As soon as you were out of sight, yeah, I couldn't. There's no birds. Like they like saw me and like scram, and I'm sitting underneath a tree. And I hear a, I'm like, that's really close. And I look up directly over me is this bird. Oh, I thought you were going to say a leprechaun. <laughs> I look up and I said, what? Everybody see the leprechaun say, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm being really stealthy. And I put a BB in. And I start pumping. It's one of those pumps. Oh, yeah, you. where you have to cock it real quiet. And you're like, yeah, yeah. And so I'm pushing it in. And like, it only takes like three. And I'm like, right, let's go five. I get all the way up. And I, I point it up. And I do. I'm like this far from the bird. Like how far? I, a, I'm f- a Two feet, a foot. I don't okay. <laughs> and I went, poof, shot it. And it didn't even move. I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? And then all of a sudden. This bird's mouth goes. Oh man! Opens up, and it died right there in front of me. Its little legs, like the little uh, his feet, grabbed onto the thing, and it died like st- stuck there in the tree. It didn't fall. It like stood there and, and died. And I was like, oh, this is. I had a terrible feeling. I didn't. It was. I felt gross. And that's good. That's the way you should feel. Because and that's that is I think the difference between a good person and a bad person. You Thank know, you, you took you. it. You took. But oh, did that, you eat it? Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, I get you. That, yeah, I felt. Yeah, bad. you felt bad. I yeah. mean, every time I've ever harvested an animal, I do feel bad for the animal. But then I also say, you know what? We're yeah, but we're, you're eating it, and we're cave people. Yeah, yeah no, you I don't shoot that. anything you don't kill. So I mean that, or you don't uh, shoot anything you're not going to eat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, I I. I sit there and I do the little thing where I, I thank it, you know. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the sustenance, you know. Thanks for you say providing sustenance. I do. I, I you say, say nice... the s word. You say yes. sustenance. Yes, that's a lie. Why are you saying that? You don't say sustenance. You're telling me. Why would you say that? Because you're it saying that you shoot me. something and I did... and you're by yourself and you say the I word do. sustenance. I do. I'm going to call you on that. No. There's you no way you do. On, call me on it all you, you want. Could, you may say, thank you for this food. I'm telling you. I don't you. even say thank you for the food. I say thank you for giving me your uh, your life and the sustenance, and I, I appreciate uh, your sacrifice. You're weird. 
I do. I say it in every everything I've ever harvested can that I can a remember. Sacrifice because it had no choice in it. Well, listen. Well, look, <laughs> I would much rather take something in the woods than to buy, you know, a farm-raised animal no, that's fine. that just you saying. get in a grocery store. So I, if I have the opportunity to fill my freezer sacrifice with if you're not willing. good stuff, well, I mean, it's just <laughs> the way it is. It's the way it is. I mean, if God didn't want us to eat them, he wouldn't have made them out of food. <laughs> to me, it looked like a leprechaun. to me. Hey, y'all say leprechaun. Say hey. This was like the podcast. podcast. <laughs> now it's over. This was the podcast. Oh, happy 400th, everyone. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> Listen to the regular oh, shows. Yes. Kiss a lot. On one. the radio. Yeah. Every day. It was the podcast. Everybody, I listen to the podcast. Say yeah. Yeah. yeah.